0: everyone my name is terry abair and this is my podcast it's called i have things to say i'm a midlife career introvert who is much better at the written word but i now invite you to join me on this adventure of saying the things i have to say i'll tell stories you'll find humor plenty of awkwardness maybe some unique insights definitely all the feels from time to time all of that comes together right here in this podcast because I truly believe we all have stories to tell, and these are my stories. So thank you for being here. Here's what I have to say today. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of I Have Things to Say. My name is Terry Bear, and I am the one with all the things to say. Today's a special episode. It is episode number 20. Woohoo! Pretty exciting for me. Uh, that's as exciting as my voice can get right now. I'm still working on uh, getting my voice back to full speed, but I'm excited to be back with you again today. And y'all, I need to tell you, we've also passed... 1,000 listens. We're beyond 1,000 listeners, 1,000 downloads of the episodes of my entire podcast. So thank you so much for all of you who have listened. Uh, If you're listening for the first time today, go back out, go back and check out some other episodes. Uh, You won't be disappointed uh, because I have lots of fantastic things to say, but thank you so much for helping me get over the milestone of 1,000 downloads. It's just the beginning of so many fun, more more fun things and more exciting uh, milestones to come with the podcast. So thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for being here today. We're going to talk about something that's a little touchy today. (laughs) Today, I'm either uh, making friends or making enemies or maybe a little bit of both. So we're going to talk about uh, busting buzzwords. So this is a theme that I I throw in every once in a while when I, when I come up with a buzzword that I think we need to we need to discuss in a different way. And today we're going to talk about the word toxic. Uh, and specifically, um, you know, I'm not toxic. You are. How often do you? It's a buzzword. It's a. How often do you hear that these these days in in uh, regarding people, relationships, friendships? Uh, she was toxic. She's a toxic person. I had to get rid of her. That kind of thing. So uh, I think we just we tend to toss that word around too much these days and I'm gonna I'm gonna add some disclaimers in here once I get rolling but uh, we're not going to talk about nef- necessarily defining toxicity or being a toxic person you can google that and find just about more you know anything you want to know about what makes a toxic person but instead today we're going to talk about our approach to the word uh, just a little bit of different perspective on it and maybe how we relate it to others in our lives and how we use that word and that you know that label of being a toxic person to to relate to others or to stop relating to others in our lives so hang hang tight we're gonna talk about um I'm not toxic you are today All right. So let me start this segment with a disclaimer. Okay. I'm just a person, just a person with thoughts and ideas and things to say and opinions. And I am not a, uh, I'm not a psychologist, psychiatrist. I have no official training in, uh, you know, determining what is toxic behavior, who is a toxic person, all that kind of stuff. Okay. So this is just a person talking about a thing because that's what we do on the show. So don't take anything I say back to your therapist and you know say like Terry said I'm not toxic and you know whatever <laughs> um that's not that's not what we're here for and I will here's a here's a blanket disclaimer and I'll probably say this a couple times today because I don't want to I don't want to lose sight of the fact that there truly are toxic people out there. There are people with um perpetually toxic behaviors that, you know, all combine together in a mega force to make a person toxic. So definitely those people are out there. Those people should be avoided. You need to cut those people out of your life for sure. Um, So that's real. That that kind of behavior, that kind of uh, you know, sucking the life out of you behavior. You know, being you know overly dramatic. Um, and we're not. I mean, again, I'm not going to go into and just you know do a, a definition of all of behaviors that are toxic right now. But you know, you know kind of what they are. You know, they they uh, they emotionally mooch off of you. They're just dramatic all the time. They steamroll. Everything has to be their way all the time. Uh, and they're just you know they're a drag on your life and your relationships and and on you as a person. So. There's the disclaimer, there are toxic people out there, it's real, it's a real thing, but flip side of that is I feel like we've we've used that word, we've taken that word toxic, it's caught on so much that we tend to throw people into the toxic bucket who don't necessarily belong there, right? It's kind of become a catch-all for people who you don't want in your life anymore, or if you can't just own up and make a decision that you need to cut somebody out of your life or you want to walk away from a person. It can't just be because you're not you know, in sync or you don't get along or you just don't want them around anymore so often these days, it feels like it has to be because they're toxic because that's the word to use. That's the acceptable label to put on somebody who's not in your life anymore. Well, they were toxic and I needed to get rid of them, right? It's an excuse, right? So, and it's also excuse to not actually put your own lens back on yourself and go, Hey, wait a minute. Maybe I'm actually the problem here. Maybe it's not everyone else. Maybe it's me. It's a defense mechanism, right? It's a, You know, it's, it's justifiable to remove somebody from your life. If they have, if they're toxic or have toxic behavior, um, people will understand that and people will, okay. Yeah, no, I see that. Yeah, she is toxic. You good job. You got rid of her. So you're the better person, right? Um, It's a way to avoid not being toxic ourselves because, you know, if you can call, if I can call you out for being toxic first, that makes me not the toxic one, right? (laughs) Because sometimes when you're in a toxic relationship, what? It might be you that's the toxic person and not the other person. And I say that because, I mean, uh, probably everybody who's listening right now has been labeled a toxic person at some point and in some relationship at some point in your history, I have. I've I've been the toxic person, according to other people who have said, you know, you can't be in my life anymore. Um, it's toxic. So, um, and honestly, it hurts, right? It hurts to to have to wear that label as you know, in a former relationship or a former friendship, or you know, if you're dating someone and they, you know, break up with you because they feel like you're toxic, that kind of thing. And I, I mean, I've done the same. I've had to remove toxic people from my life too, but it hurts. And having been on the, you're toxic end of it, (laughs) um, I can relate to how it can be really harmful because I personally don't feel like I am a toxic person. And that doesn't mean I've never exhibited, you know, toxic behaviors. I think we all do that. And I'm going to talk about that, uh, in a little bit, but, um, you know, a behavior here and there, or just not seeing eye to eye in a friendship or relationship does not make one or the other of you necessarily toxic, if that makes sense. Um, And it does become a label. Um, Labeling somebody as toxic in a relationship or in a friendship or a, you know, a if you're, you know, a dating relationship or you know, a marriage or something like that. Um, If your ex is is, oh, they were toxic you know, that's something that can really follow them around, especially if that's a label that you're using to tell other people about what happened. Um, or, you know, it's, it can actually, people can own that and it can really be something that brings them down. So it's kind of why I wanted to kind of, that was like a (laughs) wine. That's kind of why I wanted to talk about it today. And this has actually been on my mind for quite some time as a topic, and I just haven't been really sure how to approach it without it, you know, um, without it being like, oh well, she's being defensive about being toxic. No, I'm not. I'm not actually talking about or speaking to anything specific today. Um, it's just things I've observed and behaviors in people, and just you know, as an introvert, as an observer, I see a lot, and I see that word toxic being thrown around like it's a badge of honor if you. I recognize that somebody was toxic in my life and I I got rid of them. So that makes me the better person and the not toxic person. And, you know, it's it can often I see it, you know, justify your own bad behavior by by putting that label on somebody else first. Right. So maybe you're the jerk in the relationship. (laughs) But if you can post it first online or, you know, tell your friends first that, oh, well, they were just really toxic for me. I had to, I had to break that off. Um, That makes you the better person, right? So you don't have to own all of your own bad stuff in the relationship and your hurtful uh, behavior and your poor ways of handling things. So, um, and I, I try, you know, having been on the receiving end of it and it's not anything I'm proud of and honestly, it makes me look at my own behaviors It makes me look, look at certain things, but it also makes me look back at the person who's, person or people who, and I'm, again, I'm not speaking about anybody in, in, in specifics right now, but just, you know, when you receive a label like that, it kind of also makes you look back at that person and go, okay, well, what were they thinking this time about what you were doing, that they felt like it was toxic, you know, like was, is, do I need to examine my own behavior, which is often true, you know, anytime something, two people come apart or, you know, a group of friends disperses and, you know, there's some toxic, you know, remnants there that are kind of the excuses of what was going on, because sometimes toxic relationships can be more than one in a group, um, bringing a group down, you know, you you look back on the group dynamic and go, okay, well, what were, what were they interpreting as toxic? And was I truly doing anything that was toxic? But I try to be careful about using the word in terms of label, labeling a person as a whole. Uh, and again, back to the disclaimer, there are those people out there, but I like to think in my life, I'm, I'm good enough about putting people in my life or, or surrounding myself with people um, at this stage in my life, at 43, we've already had that that episode last week, um, that I'm better at you know, not letting them in in the first place so that I don't have to then get rid of them later. So yes, true that there are toxic people out there, but I try to be really careful about using that word toxic In terms of people and more for behaviors, because sometimes a toxic, more often than not, I would say a toxic behavior does not automatically earn you uh, the label of being a toxic person. And I think we need to be very clear about that because there are behaviors that happen, whether it's emotional things or, you know, just knee jerk things or things that happen in a heat of a moment. Or you say something or, or, or do something that can be labeled or interpreted as, as toxic that isn't necessarily toxic. It's just what happened in the moment. So that's where I go back to this this word and the way we kind of toss it around these days, toxic, in terms of people, is I just feel like we're making it too big of a bucket not everybody in your life that you disagree with or don't get along with or have an honest conversation with that you don't like, uh, is toxic, right? So it's when those things start coming up, when we start using, using real things in relationships to be, uh, oh gosh, that's toxic because I read about it on the interwebs. I read about what a toxic person is. So, um, you know, that's, oh, you're, you're toxic now. So, um, and frankly, we, we just, we all have these behaviors sometimes we do. And it doesn't mean we're toxic. It means that we're human and we do things that aren't always nice to other people or don't always mesh well with other people. Um, you know, we're all, you know, some of these behaviors include things like being jealous. I mean, being jealous is considered a toxic behavior. Have you ever been jealous? (laughs) You probably have. Are you a toxic person? Chances are you're not. Um, Emotionally draining, you know, things that are just, you know, people who emotionally drain us in a moment aren't necessarily always emotionally draining. Using a moment or an action or even a really bad situation where somebody is just overcome with emotion and you find it draining doesn't mean that that person is toxic. It means it's a situation you can't handle, right? It's not about the person. You know, high drama. There are times. Ladies, there are times in every woman's life where we have a lot of drama, okay? And I'm a low-trauma person, but I've had my moments when like drama just takes over and that doesn't mean I'm a toxic person, it means I'm having a dramatic moment. We all have it, dudes. I know you've got some drama in your life too. So don't you're not excused from the drama, you know. And there's those times in our lives where nothing ever seems to go right, ever, right? And that's that's a characteristic of being, you know, toxic. Nothing is ever right. Nothing. You're always in a state of crisis, everything is always going wrong. Stuff is always broken. Relationships are never right. You're always having to dig out from under stuff. You know, if that's a if that's a moment in time for you or a season of your life, it doesn't mean you're a toxic person. It means you're just dealing with a lot of really tough stuff, bad breaks, you know, stuff, you know, losing a job and a death in the family. And then, you know, your car gets stolen or something like that. It's not you're not a toxic person because uh, those things are going wrong for you in a moment. It's a season of life. It's a thing, you know, and, you know, there's, there's also, you know, times we don't always tell the full truth. Maybe we feel like if we don't say everything, I'm not really lying. It's just a little bit of a fib. You're not necessarily a toxic person. If you, if you hedge the truth, you know, on a one-off basis, if it's a constant, you know, part of your personality and a way you relate to people to, to lie or not tell the whole truth or re-rationalize things to where you always come out in the right way that's toxic behavior, but you know, and, and I'm not, I'm not encouraging or, or, or approving of a, of a fib or an occasional lie. Y'all don't lie. But you know, if it comes out sometimes, sometimes it's just human nature to rationalize something to where you're not in the wrong, um, not necessarily toxic behavior. It doesn't make you a toxic um, person. It's just a behavior that can be considered toxic. So Yes, absolutely. Sometimes people make those things their way of life. That's the only way they know how to function is to, to uh, you know, high drama. Nothing ever goes right. I'm always right. Everything else is always wrong. Everyone's against me. Um, jealous of everything, every good thing that happens to everybody else. Those are toxic people. But there are people who use um, a behavior to label a person and, uh, y- you know, without out actually considering that, OK, wait a minute. I I could be the toxic person and that's where I want us to just take a look and stop a little bit. Um, Not that I want this episode, everybody to walk away feeling like they're toxic, (laughs) not at all. But I want us to just take a second and and pause with the word when we feel like we need to toss it down and use it in a relationship, a relationship situation. That's hard to say relationship situation or with, uh, you know, somebody that we've, we've been having a hard time with, you know, there are good and valid reasons to part company with someone that don't necessarily need to put them in the toxic bucket because putting somebody in that bucket can really do a lot of damage. And, and I'm going to talk about um, you know, maybe some things to think about uh, when it comes to that word and comes to you know, how we relate to people and healthy ways of uh, minimizing contact with someone or rearranging the people in our lives to make sure we're surrounded with the right people and the wrong people are not dragging us down. So I want to help, but I'm not I'm not sure all the ways to do that, because, again, I'm not, again, disclaimer, I'm not a professional about this kind of stuff. I haven't spent hours researching, you know, what makes a toxic person and how to not be toxic and what to do if there's a toxic person in your life. You can do that Googling on your own. But from my perspective, I just want to share some thoughts um, because I don't know. I mean, I, I notice people and this is again because I'm a pretty observant human being. Um, You know, if you notice people in your life, you know, or in in and around your circles who are constantly shuffling people in and out of their lives, it could actually be that they're the toxic one, not you, or not the other people that they're letting go from their circle, you know, and um, think about that, really, I mean, you know, a a sign of a toxic person is that they really have a hard time with relationships, with friendships, with, you know, romantic relationships, um, because nothing is ever right. Right. They're always, everybody's always against them. Everybody else is always wrong. And you can't have a relationship. There's no relationship that works with that mindset. Right. So if you see people, you know, kind of shuffling, constantly shuffling people, you know, constantly surrounded with new people, Um, you know, or where did that person go? Or, you know, you know, just having constantly kind of, you know, playing the, I'm trying to surround myself with good people game. That that's a danger cue right there that maybe it's not, it's not you, it's them. Um, because the latest thing, you know, one of the latest things we see, I see this posted all the time on Facebook and I'll, you know, another disclaimer, I believe that it's true, but I believe it's, it's often taken to an an extreme of being exclusive rather than inclusive. And that's, you know, surrounding yourself with good people. And that's kind of the latest thing. And, you know, making sure that you only have good people in your life. You're only putting good things on your newsfeed. You're only having healthy, positive things. And in the meantime, you know, people people are getting slashed left and right who are like, what did I do wrong? Or (laughs) how come I didn't make the cut for your good person circle, that kind of thing. And it's like, we're using... We're using this kind of, you know, faux healthy uh, appearance on Facebook and in life to, um, you know, make sure we appear to have all the right people around us. Because if we've got the right people around us, then, you know, we're, we're a good person too. Um, but in order to surround your, p- yourself with right people, with good people, you actually have to kind of be a good person. Because, you know, that, there's that whole thing of, you know, you're going to attract the kind of people that you want to have around you. So if you're constantly shuffling people in and out and you're, you know, just oh, all these toxic people, I have to keep, you know, pushing them away. Why are you attracting toxic people? Could it be that maybe you've got some of those t- uh, toxic uh, traits that are attracting other toxic people to you? You know, pe- people kind of tend to gravitate towards what they know, <laughs> know best and uh, it could be toxic. Um, but it's and there's truth to that though, and I want to be very clear about that. Is I'm a firm believer of surrounding yourself with good, solid people in your life. I'm also a firm believer of not ruling people out because of mistakes or uh, you know a difference of opinion or uh, well, I should qualify mistakes. You know, ongoing mistakes that are hurtful. Yeah, probably not a good person to have in your life. You know, one mistake, not necessarily you know the reason that you should let somebody you know push somebody out of your life. Uh, because you know, people aren't the mistakes that they make. I'm a firm believer of that, but, um, it, it, you know, there's a lot of good reasons to keep people. There's a lot of good reasons to get rid of people, but, um, make sure your reasons are valid and good reasons because otherwise you're just tossing good people aside and making them feel bad. Like they couldn't make your cut, especially when you're out there posting to the world, Oh, I'm only surrounding myself with good people. And you look at the people on their friends list and you're like, what, (laughs) how did that person make the cut? But not me. Right. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that kind of thing. That's one reason why I have such a love-hate relationship with social media. Cause we immediately just compare. Like, you know, I I just want to be in the lives of the people who want me there. You know, I'm gonna be the best person I can be. I'm gonna be the best friend, the best girlfriend, the best daughter, the best whoever I can be for those people and trust that giving them my best is going to put me on their, you know, their VIP list or whatever. And that there's not a set of, you know, behaviors or performances or tasks that I have to, you know, jump through and over to, to be able to stay in the cut, you know? to make those posts on Facebook where people can see that, Oh God, I'm still in that. I'm still in that person's cut. Um, because, you know, frankly, surrounding yourself with good people or using that to, um, justify moving people in and out of your life is not a good, not really a valid excuse for you to actually be a horrible person. Like I'm better than you because I'm only, I'm, I, and I'm, you didn't make my cut because I'm better than you. You're toxic, right? So, Um, uh, you're toxic. I'm not toxic. I'm better than you. And I've got my circle of better than you people. So we'll, we'll see. Um, it's actually not an excuse to remove people who are difficult or who challenge you. Um, in fact, I'm a firm believer that you should have people in your closest circle who are very different than you, who challenge you, who speak truth to you in ways that you don't see it because, uh, you see things one way you have a certain perspective, but others come alongside you and with love and with care and with encouragement, want to help you be a better person or help you improve in an area and who will speak truth and honesty to you and say, Hey, I see this thing that maybe you don't see. And, and, and you're really missing something, uh, in your life it by, you know, continuing to have this, this, um, you know, this behavior, or this thing that's holding you back firm believer that those people need to be in your close circle. And if those are the people that you're weeding out because they don't, you know, constantly praise you with glory, because everything you think, everything you do is amazing or everything about you. Is is awesome. Uh, you're not, you're not really s- surrounding yourself with the right people in your circle. So, you know, I, I, I would just, I'm going to kind of wrap this up today because, you know, talking about toxic people can, can be draining. And again, I don't want to, I'm not pointing any at anybody specifically. So if you're like, if you know me, you're like, hmm, I don't know who she could be talking about. I'm not talking about anybody. I'm talking about, you know, just things in general that I see and observe. Cause I watch, I'm around, uh, a lot more people than I used to be in my my different professions that I do now. And um, Facebook is wildly, wildly um, fascinating to me from a human behavior perspective, because, you know, I'm an introvert and I'm I'm a, uh, a very analytical personality and thinker and uh, watching people is fascinating to me because I don't understand them. But, um, I think that gives me unique insight into some things and some behaviors and some trends that, uh, you don't often hear because everybody wants to jump on the bandwagon because everyone's doing it. Yes. Toxic behavior. Oh my gosh. Now that I understand what it is, I, oh my gosh, look at all these toxic people in my life. Okay. Maybe that's not true. (laughs) You know, understand the behavior, understand who toxic people are. Um, but if you suddenly find yourself like, oh my gosh, I've got all these toxic people in my life now that I understand what it is, um, you may you might be doing it wrong. <laughs> so um, here's what I would encourage you to do. Reserve the word and the label for truly toxic people. And again, full disclaimer, they are out there. I promise you, I understand that, that they are out there. I've had to deal with them in my own life. Um, I've been dealt with as a toxic person in my life and it does not feel good because I I like to think that toxic people, um, don't know that they are and toxic people, um, refuse to understand anything other than their own perceptions of themselves. And I, I like to believe that I truly try hard that when, um, I make a mistake or I do something wrong or someone points something out to me or a relationship goes south, um, that I am, it hurts and it's hard and I'm not perfect at it, but I'm at least willing to sit there and, you know, to review, you know, to go, okay, what did I do wrong here? How can I improve? How could I have done that better? Um, is there something about myself that I need to improve? Or was that just a really bad relationship that was never going to work in the first place? Um, or is the other person wrong and I'm actually okay? You know, when, we're, when, we're, um, when relationships end or, uh, you know, you get put in the, the toxic bucket, your first reaction sometimes is to go, well, what did I do wrong? Uh, when sometimes it's actually not your fault. And that's true. And that's valid. And that's worth considering that it's not always your fault. So, So um, that's why I say, you know, just be careful with the word toxic because it can really do a lot of damage to toxic people. It's not going to phase them one bit. So truly toxic people, you can label them toxic and, you know, put them in the toxic bucket that is no longer in your life and it's not going to phase them one bit. They're going to move on to their next victim, right? to people who are not toxic, but you put that label on them, it can do a lot of damage. So here's, here's what I would encourage you. Um, I would encourage you to also, you know, if you're, if you're seeing a lot of toxic people in your life, turn that lens around and, and examine your own life, your own behavior, you, who you are on a person. And I'm not saying, okay, well, you're definitely toxic. If you've got toxic people in your life, you know, I, I would just encourage you to, to just kind of ask yourself some questions. Um, you know, if you kind of live in a constant state of crisis. Um, what's going on there? Like, uh, I mean, there are people that I see that are just like constantly in crisis. Nothing ever is going right. And I'm like, how can you live with that much drama and just, you know, even get out of bed every day? Certainly something must be going right. Something has to be going right. Or what can, what can you change or what can I help you change? to get over this you know long period of like a lifetime of things just never going your way because for some people that's how they want to live their life they get empathy they get sympathy they get a lot of attention that way um high drama people love the drama and they just want to live in that space because it brings the tension that they feel like they need sympathy help um you know, comments on Facebook, that kind of thing. And honestly, if that's the way you're living your life, you you're, you're, you're dipping your toe in that toxic bucket. Um, you know, if you feel like you just can't trust anyone, can't trust anyone. No, one, I, everyone's always bad at some point. I'm always hurt by people. I can't trust anyone. Um, if you have a rel- a rationalization for anything and everything in your life, like legitimately at some point you're going to hurt somebody, Right. Somebody's going to have their feelings hurt by you. You're going to do something hurtful to other bo- to others to somebody else, and when that happens, it's totally okay, and actually probably a good idea for them to let you know about it because that's just healthy relationship building. People hurt each other. You talk about it. You work on it. You forgive, and you move on. If you've constantly got a rationalization for the things you do that hurt others, or that are wrong, or that are you know just damaging to other people or relationships you need to check yourself on that because no one is ever always right. But if you can, if you can constantly reposition a situation in your mind and try to use that to reposition it, to switch something around and make the other person wrong when you are the wrong person, man, that's not them being toxic. That's you being toxic, right? Um, if you need everything to go your way, right? So there's, there's, there's uh, never a time for somebody else to be in the right or to be a priority. It always has, has to be you. Um, you'll always come first. Um, you know, if it's, if it's, if you turn, um, <laughs> this is a habitual thing that, um, Sometimes it's just a bad habit, but sometimes it's a deeper thing than that. You know, turning everybody's conversation into something about you. So someone comes up and has something to say about something that's happened to them. And your response is to share your own experience. And then suddenly the conversation is all about what happened to you instead of supporting your friend or your, your loved one that has, has come to you with something. Um, those are toxic behaviors. Um, you interpret actions from others as somehow always being about you. So somebody something somebody does you know, out in the world that has absolutely nothing to do with you or they're saying something or doing something. And somehow you think, oh my gosh, that's about me. That's about me. And it, you know, it starts damaging your perspective of the person or your relationship and it has absolutely nothing to do about you. That's another toxic behavior. So if any of those things, as you kind of work through, you know, what you recognize in others as toxic are actually things that you can relate to that are happening uh, in your own life that you do, you might be the toxic one, ladies and gentlemen. So ending on that note, this is where I've either made a lot of friends or a lot of enemies. I just want to encourage you to, um, just be really careful with the word. Use it, um, And, you know, I don't really know how to, you know, be like, and that's today's show, but you know, it's use it with caution. I would encourage you. And again, this, I'm going to say the disclaimer one more time. There are truly toxic people out there in your life, in the world, I'm sure. And, and, um, you know, those, those people definitely need to go. Um, but if there's one and then, oh my gosh, now there's another one. And oh my gosh, there's a whole, there's a whole, like everybody on your friends list. Oh my gosh, they're all toxic. Um, maybe the toxic behavior is more in you and not in them, and I would encourage you to look at it as behavior, and first, and as a person as a whole, maybe second. Um, obviously, if it's a it's a huge problem, it's an ongoing problem. You know, don't don't waste time on a person. Um, and there, you know, there's this information out there too. Don't waste time and energy trying to change a toxic person. You can't do it. You really can't do it. Um, and it's not on you to change a person, um, but if it's more behavior you know and not not a constant way of life for a person, um, I encourage you to, you know, maybe to be their friend, um, maybe to help them see some things. That doesn't mean you have to continue a relationship with them, but uh, you could point out with them or just talk to them about, you know, these are the reasons why I, I just feel like we're not connecting. Um, I'm having a really hard time in this friendship. And I don't know that if you know that you do these things, but you, they're present in our friendship or in our relationship. And, and um, I, I, I can't, I can't do that with you anymore. All right. So, Um, not a warm and fuzzy episode, but, um, you know, just something that I noticed something that I, I see out there. I just, you know, I try to bust these buzzwords as I see them, because I feel like we take them and we run and, um, you know, with, with toxic people and toxic behaviors and just the word in general, I mean, the word itself literally means poison. So if you're, if you're putting that label on a person, it needs to be, um, needs to be legit and needs to be, um, it needs to be serious and it needs to be real and not just an excuse to, um, you know, close your circle or, um, get rid of somebody you don't like or someone who's in, who annoys you. Um, cause it can really do a lot of damage, even though it is legitimate, definitely legitimate, you know, for that, those types of people to be out there and, and for them to not need to be in your life. But, um, not everyone is toxic and, and take it from me. I'm, I'm, i I know that it hurts to be labeled that and to not actually be that. Um, but you know, on the flip side, it's always worth kind of taking a look at, you know, where, where failures in relationship happens, you know, what can you do to improve? What could you do do better? You know, so that for the next people that come into your life, you're a better friend, you're a better person, you're a better girlfriend, you're a better whoever, um, to just, uh, enjoy people and celebrate people and love on them and, and, uh, be positive for each other. And instead of being, you know, negative and draining and that kind of thing. So, that's all I have to say today about, uh, busting bu- buzzwords. Uh, I'm not toxic. You, you, are. All right. Thank you so much for listening today. Uh, if you need uh, a little bit more of an uplifting episode, than this one, or maybe a little bit less, uh, dicey one. Uh, you got 19 other episodes to pick from cause this is episode 20. So browse around, pick another episode, share with your friends, maybe be careful which friends you share this episode with. Um, but hopefully you find it at just a different perspective and hopefully you find it useful and helpful. Um, so thank you for listening. I'm, you can find me in lots and lots of places, 10 at least platforms out there, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Pocket Casts, um, CastBox, Breaker, um, all kinds of different podcast platforms out there. Search for the name. Did you know that on Apple Podcasts you can actually use Siri to find this podcast? So you can say, hey, play, I have things to say or search for Terry Bear, and uh, you can tell Siri to subscribe if you haven't done that yet. So feel free to subscribe uh, and be sure if you're liking what you hear Um, if you don't like this episode, I'm sorry, but it's, it's important, (laughs) but otherwise, if you're liking the the podcast, please give me a rating in whatever podcast platform uh, you use that helps me get out there even more, helps spread the word about, um, I have things to say and you can also always be a sponsor. So if you're really loving it and you really want to support me and my efforts here, I do everything. So I talk, I write my notes, I come up with my topics. And I do all the editing and recording. So I'm a one-stop shop. So your monthly sponsorship is a huge help. And today we're going to shout out again, Relax with Christy. Christy is a sponsor. She's fantastic. She is a massage therapist here in the DFW area. So uh, I'm going to put links to her in my show notes and on the Facebook page. So your sponsorship of the show earns you shout, shout outs, shouts, shouts out, shouts out. So uh, you can sign up and sponsor for as little as 99 cents a month. Just do that. Follow the link to support this podcast and I will gladly take your money. Thank you so much for listening and uh, join me again next time on I Have Things to Say.